Hey, everyone. Welcome to Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. Today's episode is all about when to let it go. How do you declutter? Are you a saver? Are you ready to toss everything in the trash? Are you good at it? What do you do with it? We're going to talk about it all. But first, before we get to that, we want to talk about all the other places you can find us because we're everywhere. Of course, you can find us on Instagram, Megan and Wendy L S S. And you can also hop into our private Facebook group, which is Long Story Shorties. And of course, for the Hallmark fans among us, if you enjoy a Hallmark movie or if you just want to hear us talking about them, we produce a bonus episode every Thursday whenever there is a Hallmark original movie, which is shockingly often. I was surprised (laughs) to discover this year how many Hallmark movies there are and there will be a new episode this week. Oh, boy. Yeah. Listen up, Patreon subscribers. We've got new content ready for you guys. If you follow our Instagram, you might have seen an after picture of my closet because (sighs) I cleaned it out this last week and I made a video to go with it. So that is going to be on our Patreon in a couple of days. But if you want to sign up, visit patreon.com slash Megan and Wendy. Also, moving on to my favorite part of the show, it's your emails. You can email us at meganandwendy at gmail.com. And side note, I don't usually read these emails like beforehand, <laughs> like Megan shares them here on the podcast first. And it's always a nice surprise to hear that we have some. So on to the emails. Every once in a while, I send an especially good one to Wendy. But for the most part, I tuck them into a folder. And here we go. This is a follow up to last week's episode where we talked about our favorite snacks and our treats. And I went on a little trip down memory lane at the end, remembering the breakfast burritos in my high school, which (laughs) are a surprisingly positive memory of my youth. And Wendy couldn't remember, did they have those? And she mentioned a friend of hers that she went to high school with. And so friend Heidi has responded. But first, she says, my husband watches cart narcs also. So yes, we (laughs) always return our carts. He put the fear of God in me when he started watching that show. I would normally do it even before, but I am sure there were times I had not. Now I always do. She says, Wendy, yes, there were breakfast burritos in high school. I never had one, but I remember my brother's friends would eat them. And I remember the little hot sauce packs. She says, love the video and all the good snacks. We have a bunch of those in our house right now. My daughter loves the extra toasty Cheez-Its. We get her the single packs for school. And I did not know they made the extra toasty version in a snack pack. I might need them for myself. Keep them in your car, baby. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I was thinking about the breakfast burritos all last week. And I was thinking about those hot sauce packets. And now I remember... Remember the horror of somebody stepping on a hot sauce packet? Yep. <laughs> and it or was a ketchup packet. Yes, and it would get on you. That would be terrible. That was yeah. awful. I think people, purpose. yes, that's what I was going to say. People just would do it on purpose. That was mm-hmm. awful. God, mm-hmm. teenagers are such dicks. The worst. Thank Wendy, you what does your, your house smell like right now? My house smells like last night's dinner. And I'm super annoyed at it. I hate that. I hate waking up to last night's dinner smell. Of Dude, it's night- no longer pleasant. While it's cooking, it's like, ooh, something smells good. And then at 12 hours later, not so great. Well, I swear I woke up so many times last night and I was like, ugh, it smells like dinner. Ugh, it smells like dinner. All night long. And then this morning I go down there, I was like, 
busting open the windows. And if you don't live here in Southern California today, at least in Orange County, it's May gray drizzle. It's some, some would call rain. It's really not. But so I had the windows open and my husband's like, aren't you freezing? And I was like, I would rather freeze. (laughs) Right. 60 degrees. I know. I know. I know. I was like, I'd rather be cold than smell like greasy food and i didn't make a greasy dinner last night i pan fried some chicken that's the extent of it and it just reeks my house reeks now i will tell you that i used the dawn power wash to clean the top of my stove hoping that would help but it 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 helped clean it but it didn't help like eliminate the funk in my house so i need some ideas from people how do i prevent this from even happening would you like my routine yeah, tell me. Because we've talked about this in the past, and it it makes me angry. And then I'll go to take <laughs> the kids to school, and I'll come home, and the house still smells bad. That makes me mad that my house doesn't smell good. So I have a whole routine that I do. And on a good night, I do it before I go to bed. Obviously, that's when it's most effective. But I ha- will do it in the morning as well. So here's my routine. Mm-hmm. One, empty the trash can. Okay, I didn't do that. <laughs> Two, run the garbage disposal. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I will clean the garbage disposal. I will send a link to Wendy of my favorite little garbage disposal cleaning tabs so she can add those to our show notes because those are great. Okay. Clean the sink, wipe down the counters. I use two different versions of Febreze, which I never used to like. Febreze? Okay. Like, is that like a blast from the past or what? I don't know. I feel like you're talking dirty to me now. So go ahead. (laughs) So someone, when I shared this on Instagram, was like, oh, you got to get into the Febreze. So I use a Febreze air odor neutralizing spray and I kind of just walk in a circle through my kitchen spraying it. Uh And then I use a Febreze fabric refresher on my couch because my couch is in the same space as my kitchen. It's not that far away. So I give everything a good spritz. And then if possible, open the windows. You know, your stove fan, you definitely want to run that because that'll pull some fresh air in while sucking the bad air out. And then if I do it at night and we're still hanging out downstairs, I will light a candle in the morning. I will light a candle. I'm telling you, it's kind of a process. I saw on Instagram a candle that was specifically marketed toward kitchen smells. Mm -hmm. It was $40. Guys, you don't need a kitchen smells candle. Candles eat odor. I prefer a fresh smelling candle for those post dinner smells because you don't want to be like covering it with vanilla jasmine right (laughs) yeah but something that's just gonna freshen the air it's a whole process but it is worth it to me i'm gonna need to know about this 40 dollars kitchen candle well now that we've talked about it i'm sure it will be in your instagram ads as soon as we're done exactly oh my god me too okay so speaking of uh, candles because for some reason i really enjoy buying candles during the summertime maybe it's the scents that i like but um I know you're super into, what are you calling it? The summer gimmies? Yes. (laughs) Talk to me. So this happens to me twice a year. It happens to me at Christmas and it happens to me in the summer. And I feel like I need all of the exact right items in order to fully enjoy the season. Mm -hmm. Right? Like I want like, for Christmas, I want like a holiday phone case. I want a summer phone case. I need all of the good candles are another option for summer i'm like i need the perfect summer wardrobe i want like cute shirts i have carts full of like bracelet stacks cute colorful bracelets like 
am I ever going to wear this? That's not really the point. Tumblers. I want all of the adorable tumblers right now, even though is that going to change the way my summer drink tastes? No. Is it going to change the enjoyment <laughs> of my summer drink? My brain thinks it will right now. Mm-hmm. All of the sweat stopping stuff, right? Like Mega Babe has like targeted me in the algorithm. This Lumi brand. Have you ever seen this? Yeah, I've purchased that. I was not a huge fan. Oh, good to know. See, that's what I need to hear. I just want it all. Every time I see something that is targeted towards summer, cute pair of sandals, my brain immediately is like, oh, I need that. That's going to make me enjoy this summer more. Well, I think... Oh, the good ice cube trays. Oh, I, I'm what? sorry. I need to mention this. Are you talking about? <laughs> now, you know... Ice? What the good ice is, like small pebble or nugget ice. Sure, yeah. And you can buy a nugget ice maker for the bargain price of $500, which seems outrageous. And also, I have definitely considered it. And this, the number two thing stopping me after the price, considering we already have an ice maker in our home, is there's no good place to put it. I don't want a giant ice maker on a countertop anywhere in my kitchen. But you they, used to have a giant soda maker on your <laughs> on your a week. Yeah. We'll leave a link to that video in the show notes. That's mm-hmm. the Keurig cold that was pulled from the market and Keurig refunded every single person who had purchased one the full price of their purchase. It was such a mistake on their part. You can now buy mini ice cube trays. They're everywhere. Mm-hmm. They're on Amazon. Bed Bath & Beyond sells them. But it's, and like, then, it's the mini ice we like, though. Well, I don't think it has, like, the texture to it, right? Mm -hmm. Because I think that's hard to get. But it's still teeny tiny ice cubes, which would scratch that itch. And I have watched many a TikTok video where they're making iced coffee with the teeny tiny ice cubes. I gotta have the teeny tiny ice cubes. (laughs) Oh, God. Drop the mic, literally. (laughs) Can you relate to this at all? I'm just a stuff-liking person. I like stuff. I admit it. Well, yes, I like stuff because, I mean, I just cleaned out my closet and took out four huge garbage bags worth of stuff. But that doesn't mean I'm not going to refill the closet sure. back back up with more stuff because I like stuff, too. But I'm not I don't feel like I'm seasonally drawn to buy things. I just buy things all the time, you know. But I hear you about the tumblers. You know, you sent me a picture of some Starbucks tumblers the other day. And now I feel like I have FOMO about it. So Starbucks does a seasonal Tumblr release. And because they no longer sell, they no longer have an online store, it creates this mad rush to the stores. And what it also does, whenever there's a special release of something, it creates a real ugly market of resellers. Mm-hmm. And so these $20 tumblers are now selling for $50 all over eBay and Etsy, which makes me a little bit angry. And a lot of people sell them via their Instagram profiles and they'll be like, DM me for a price. And I don't want to pay $50 for a Tumblr. I don't want it that badly. So stupid. But the photos of these cute, bright summer Tumblrs do make me want one. And I have to tell you this morning, we're out of coffee. I ran into Starbucks and they had a whole wall of them, but I did (gasps) not have time because I needed to get home for the podcast and I had mobile ordered. I did not have time to stand in line. So I prioritized the podcast over the stuff. (laughs) I took my coffee from the little M section of the mobile orders and I came home and I'm wondering if they're still there. Oh, you're going to have to run back over there today. Did they have have to try? Did they have the one you wanted? They had several of the ones I had been (gasps) eyeing. Oh my goodness. 
But then my question is, as I was standing there looking at them, I was like, do I want them now that I can have them? Oh. Like, is it the FOMO that's greater than the actual desire? See, in my mind, I'd be like, I'm going to buy five of them and I'm going to keep one. I'm going to sell the four <laughs> and make a but little see, extra I'm so money. I'm mad at everybody who's reselling them. Who cares? That's business, baby. <laughs> Don't be mad. Don't hate the game. Or what is it? <laughs> Don't hate the game, hate the player. I don't know. The other way around. But yes. I mean, we could, the money we could make would probably pay for our podcasting hosting fees. So, you know, come on, girl. I'll go back. <laughs> yeah, I need you to pick up 10 for me. Thanks. Okay, so last night was Sunday. We record on Monday. This comes out Tuesday. Did you watch American Idol last night? Because I know you have a real chip on your shoulder about it. I do have a chip on my shoulder. I didn't watch it. However, I don't know that we wouldn't have watched it, but I had something to do and we were busy. So mm. that's a family show for us. And so I kind of feel like I don't want to watch it, but I also like the idea of just having dinner on the couch with the family. So I may be drawn in, but we need to have a discussion. Did Go you ahead. watch? I did. Yeah. So for those who are not in the American Idol fandom may not know that caleb kennedy who i was not a huge fan of but when i was i was i liked him i put it out in the atmosphere and then he did stupid things so yeah yes there was a video released of him sitting next to someone in a kkk hood there were excuses made but ultimately he left the show which is absolutely the right choice i don't think there's any confusing the messaging there i was not his biggest fan but you know he was a kid i was excited for him to do well I'm Mm -hmm. disappointed that that happened. And I thought, let's bring back the next in line, which I'm assuming is Hunter and not Arthur. And Mm -hmm. they didn't do that. I think they there's no it's not necessary for them to. You know, they're not. okay. I get it. Gone home a week earlier. Hunter would still be there. Would you not be what ifing yourself into the ground if you were in that situation? Yeah, that blows for him. It does, but I mean, I'm just disappointed. That's I all. I hear you. But you can still support Hunter, even if he doesn't win American Idol, you know? And as you point out, I will not remember his name 12 <laughs> months from now. <laughs> Unless you make a big Hunter, maybe you'll be one of those early Idol eliminations that just, you don't need the Idol win. The guy who tours with Queen, he didn't win. Adam Lambert didn't win American Idol. No, Jennifer Hudson didn't win American Idol either. Right? She won a freaking academy award so my husband has really wanted to like watch a family show (laughs) and he goes let's revisit the oc now did you ever watch the oc the original a handful of episodes i was not a dedicated watcher okay so it was only on four years i think i watched maybe the first three i don't think i watched the last year of it so we started streaming it And we're watching it with uh, my 13-year-old daughter. And I swear to God, I grabbed my pearls while watching the first episode because, now, mind you, this originally aired on Fox at, like, maybe 8, maybe 9 p.m. And these are teenagers. It was a house party that these teenagers were at. And on the table, they were snorting cocaine and there were bongs like marijuana bongs on the table and i was like (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) but i was like 
don't look at that. Don't look at that to my kid. Cause I was like, oh, oh my God. And then they had like girls like grinding on each other. And I just was like, oh my God, what did we do here? But I don't know what would make you think that this show was the family <laughs> show to choose. <laughs> Well, okay, she's very much into, like, the the beach culture right now and Newport Beach and all that stuff. So we're like, oh, want to watch this show that took place there? You know, anyway. Oh, man. But she doesn't seem very into it, which is kind of, you know, we're, like, making her watch it. So eh, we'll, we'll see how it pans out. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come right back to talk about other things we're getting rid of. If you're making an effort to shop small more recently, we highly recommend Celestial Shell. And yes, we'll link that in the show notes. Her beautifully made items like zippered pouches and book sleeves make great gifts or even just treats for yourself as we head into summer. Use the code LSSFRIENDS15 at CelestialShell.com for a discount at checkout. All right, welcome back, everybody. And this is really like we're in Wendy's wheelhouse right now because <laughs> Wendy is the cleaning and decluttering queen. I'm going to say that I disagree with you because I feel like my house is always dirty and I ha- definitely have like pockets of the house that are shoved, you know, tons of crap shoved away, hid- hidden away. So, sure. you know, it's like a facade I put up, I think, that I'm clean and organized, but I'm really not that great. I wish I was, but I'm not. So today, specifically, we want to talk about decluttering, what we save, what we don't, how we do it, how often, where does the stuff go? We want to dig into that. I think after a year spent in our houses, maybe you can relate to the fact of looking around and you like go, oh my gosh, we have so much stuff. Like so, I know Wendy just said she got rid of four trash bags. I did the same a couple months ago. And the weird thing is my closet's still quite full. It's almost embarrassing how much I took out of the closet. And it's not as if my closet is now empty. Same, same. So <clears throat> let's start up top. Okay. I am married to someone who is a master declutterer in that everything just goes straight to the trash can, 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 which is not to say that he doesn't have any nostalgia. We have bins for each of the kids in the garage. We each have a bin of our own like childhood items. He keeps a journal for each child. He maintains their baby books. So I want to make sure to paint the picture that it's not that he doesn't like memories. It's just that he doesn't like stuff. And Mm -hmm. he's real good about, I am done with this. It has served its purpose and I don't need it anymore. Whereas I'm like, maybe I'll wear that shirt again someday next year. (laughs) And he's like, it's out. I got new stuff. The old stuff goes. Yeah. The running joke with Megan is always like, she can't find something. And I'm like, it's because your husband threw it away. You know, <laughs> like, it's so funny to me that he just will get rid of stuff without even like consulting you on it. Yeah, he's not so much. He doesn't do. Yeah, 
Yeah, he will. For the most part, that now, though, we've had enough discussions about how I would like to be aware of when things are going in the trash. <laughs> so he doesn't throw things away so much without my knowledge as much as he once used to. Mm-hmm. But if he's done with it, it's gone. That's and I'm so very funny. much like, we may need that again someday. Yeah. Well, I feel like that was certain things like, oh, let me hang on to that because maybe I can sell it or, oh, let me hang on to that because, you know, whatever. And then and then I'll have days where I wake up and I'm like ready to burn the house down. Like I'll throw mm-hmm. everything away. There is nothing greater than renting a trash dumpster, mm-hmm. putting that thing on your on your driveway and just filling it up with like stuff. I do it once a year. It's very I don't. What's the word I'm looking for? Soothing. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I love satisfying. doing it. It's, it's so like satisfying. Physical weight off your shoulders, right? But then I'd look at it and go, "Oh my god, I'm a terrible consumer. I buy all this stuff and then I throw it all away, and then I suffer from guilt about it." So sure, I, eh, I don't know. So lately, we've been we've always had this like extra bedroom playroom. It was filled with toys. Well, my daughter is now almost 13 and a half, and she has long outgrown that stuff. And I want to talk about, like, toys and books specifically and Mm -hmm. what you guys are doing to – because your kids are kind of the same age. So Mm -hmm. have you been, like, moving those things out of your house? Like, is there emotional attachment to them? Do you let them choose what they want to keep and get rid of? Where, what do you guys do? So the answer is yes, we have been moving those things out. My kids have a birthday in two weeks, so they will be 11 and 14. I feel like that's more accurate than saying 10 and 13 because they're almost not anymore. Mm-hmm. And so we are very much moving away from the toy phase. So when it comes to toys, we do let them choose if they're things they want to keep and save. The question is, what are they saving it for, right? Mm -hmm. Their Mm -hmm. children, for looking back on someday. That we don't have a clear answer for. I was saying to my husband, like, are they really going to want these things in 30 years? Or is it going to be a burden when we give this to them? Mm -hmm. We do try and pare down the amount we keep. Right now, they each have two big Rubbermaid totes (laughs) in the garage. That seems reasonable because there's baby clothes in there. Right? Are we going to turn it into a quilt someday? I don't know. I did talk about, I said maybe we should turn like all these old like t-shirts because they don't, they're not going to want their old baby clothes, but Mm -hmm. maybe it would be nice for like a quilt when they go to college. I don't know. Uh, But we do involve them. And then we recently had to pare down. My daughter has so many books and we were saving a lot of them. And I, we went through and I just said, you know, we can't, we can't physically keep all of these. So which of these do you think you might want to revisit in the future, whenever that is? Now, how does she know? Because I have a lot of frustration over the fact that I got rid of my old Babysitter's Club books and we're now rebuying them on eBay because they're out of print except in graphic novel form. So, you know, you're taking the chance that maybe you'll want this thing someday. But we do try and talk to them about it. We try and limit the amount we're keeping because I don't want to live in a house that is only used for storage. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's a perfect system, but, and we kind of do it a couple times a year. Usually right around Christmas, we declutter because new stuff is coming in. And typically sometime in the summer, because my husband's home, 
And so he gets a wild hair every other day. That he, <laughs> there's too much stuff. And so out it all goes. So that's funny you mentioned that because I remember last summer we had a little driveway date and I ate a popsicle or something. And your husband <laughs> came out and you're like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm going through the kids' bins. <laughs> and he was like, do we need to save this? And it was like a baby pillow or something. And you're like, of course we need to save that. <laughs> So I, I think I just mentioned to my husband, this is a total aside, but I feel like I need to mention it when you say baby pillow. I was such a nervous Nelly as a new mom that when we transitioned my son from a crib to a bed, someone had suggested get them a, a travel pillow because big pillows are so big and their heads are going to sink into them. And what if they suffocate? So I got him a little travel pillow and I swear he slept on that pillow for like three <laughs> years before I let the kid finally upgrade to a full size Pillow. We just had a good laugh about that the other day. About the he's things like, we did. Pillows are soft. <laughs> oh, this is actually be comfortable. In bed. Oh my god, that's so funny. So we have a ton of books too, and I have like weeded through books like over the years. We we were such avid like children's book readers when she was little, mm-hmm. and I have so much attachment to just like. The memory of mm-hmm. reading these books over and over and mm-hmm. over. Like, I just can't part with them. And part of me is like, is she going to want to keep the, you know, two purpley and pink ponies and oh, whatever? Do you remember? <laughs> like, is she going to want to keep those for her children? Probably not. I do not own one book from my childhood. I have one bin of stuff in my garage. And we're talking like it's Cabbage Patch dolls, yearbooks, a cheerleading uniform, nothing much else like mm-hmm. at all. And it's not like I go out and revisit that stuff every year. You know, I just know that like, oh, it's up in the garage and maybe I'll grab it if there was a fire. I don't know. You know, so I struggle with. Like, I don't know if it's me holding on to the stuff or if it's stuff that she actually wants. Now, if I ask her, she, of course, she's going to go, yeah, keep it. But mm-hmm. like you said, I don't I don't want this extra bedroom that could be used for like an actual guest bedroom or an extra bed when my husband needs to go in there because I'm snoring like a bear in our bedroom. <laughs> but like but like and in, in not a storage room. It's not a freaking library, you know. Right. And so that for us, we have storage in our garage. And so if it doesn't fit in the storage that we have, it has to go. I'm not willing to, I don't have an extra bedroom, but that would be the line that I would draw. Okay. This room is not serving an active purpose anymore. Mm -hmm. So what we can fit in two bins in the closet can stay and everything else needs to be donated or sold. Okay. So that, that is my question about bins. How many is too many? Because like, I think I have a bin full of every holiday dress she ever wore. Why am I keeping that? No, I saved all that stuff too. I saved all the holiday dresses and then we went back through it and I was like, that's that's the question. Why am I keeping this? The answer is there's no reason. It's never going to get reused. So I went through and I saved my favorite one and then the rest gone. Hmm. Same thing with, you know, I was saving a lot of baby clothes. Why am I doing this? No, let me save my favorite little baby outfit. The rest, gone. Like I said, maybe we'll use it as a quilt. Maybe it'll just be that thing that I take out and look at and cry someday in the future. I don't know. <laughs> but 
I don't need 13 years of Christmas dresses. I would say like take one thing from each of those categories. I don't know if I can. I mean, I got bins full of trophies, stuffed animals, hair bows, baby clothes, blankets, schoolwork from preschool to sixth grade at this point. Like, I, I just, I, I don't okay, know what I to do. I have some ideas. All right. We have the bins full of trophies. Anything that was a participation trophy <laughs> went in the trash. <laughs> That's so sad. But they, beca- and then because there were other trophies that were meaningful. Uh, right? Is yeah. he going to want to look back? All that participation trophies is says is I played soccer. Is there a photo of them playing soccer? Yes. Done. Boom. Any of the trophies that were for an actual achievement, we kept the participation ones because there's too many of them. They went away. Schoolwork, same thing. Get a, like a hanging, not a hanging file, but like an accordion folder yeah, uh-huh. with like a tab for each grade. Yeah, Save I did a that. a couple of key pieces and the rest goes because then the other thing is if you don't even want to look at it now are you going to want to look at it in 10 years you want to see what their writing looked like in first grade you don't want to see what their writing looked like on 77 pieces of paper in first grade (laughs) so i have the hanging folder and the just like how you described i have that but i also have maybe three large bins of like preschool artwork that i just can't throw away do you want to? Not really. <laughs> I mean, then that's the answer, right? Like, if you don't want to, if you don't need the space for it. But for stuff like that, again, I would say take a couple of pieces or take photos of it. There are services where you can take photos of it and they'll turn it into a book. I know. I did that, too, for fourth grade. <laughs> that's that's the only grade I did it for. It doesn't hit the same when I look at it, you know? Yeah. I yeah. don't know. It's so hard. I would love, love to hear our listeners, what they, what they do. But now, is that all in your extra room? bedroom? Yeah. Uh, no, it's like, okay. sp- I have stuff in that room. I have stuff out in the garage. We have some in the office. It's all over the place. And you yeah. want that room to be something else? Yeah. I don't want it to be a storage room. Does it have a closet? Yeah. The closet is filled with that kind of stuff. I mean, can't you say whatever fits in the closet stays and everything else has to go? <sighs> I don't have, I don't have the, I can't do it. (laughs) Is is he for hire? Yeah. Like Wendy said, please let us know if you're good at this, your systems for it. Yes, 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 yes. How you know when to let go. Sometimes the answer is just having, you know, one part of a partnership being less sentimental about certain things than others. Right. Because I would not necessarily be as good at it either. Okay. Let's move on to our stuff. Okay. Because this, for me, I can get rid of anything. Like, I don't care. Like I said, last week I cleaned out my closet and I got rid of so many shoes that I don't wear. Mm-hmm. So many clothes. Years and years worth of how many pairs of jeans can one person have? I mean, mm-hmm. granted, 50% of them didn't fit. I just, do you hang on to things like... Oh, maybe I'll fit in that again, or maybe I'll wear that again. So the answer is sometimes about once a year, I go through my closet and I purge. I am not the person who's like, oh, I have my high school jeans sitting in my closet (laughs) and I have this dress I wore. I don't, I have friends who are like, look, my daughter's wearing my high school clothes. I don't have anything I wore in high school. Mm, Me neither. 
I didn't keep any of that stuff because it didn't serve a purpose. I tend to keep things for a little while longer than I should. And then I go, you know, I keep thinking like, oh, I'm going to wear that someday. I'm going to wear that someday. And then when you finally do the purge and you're like, I, if I haven't worn it in a year, mm-hmm. if I don't ever reach for it, even though I'm looking at it and I think it's cute, I think I'd like to wear it. If I'm not reaching for it, it's just taking up space. And then it makes it even harder to get dressed in the morning because there's too much stuff in here to dig through. Totally. So that's the thing is like, I cleaned out so much stuff and kind of rediscovered like, oh, look at all these cute shirts that I never reach for because they were stuffed in the closet and I never saw them. So now I can kind of see things mm-hmm. a little bit more. I took a tip from the home edit who said that, that you should organize your stuff kind of like by season. Mm-hmm. And then color code it, which I did, but mm-hmm. it's still, it doesn't, it doesn't make like a huge vis- visual impact because there's so many like patterns and prints and whatever, but I have a million sweaters. I'm like, do I need this many sweaters? Mm-hmm. Like, do you ever see me wear sweaters, Megan? Never. 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 Right. Like, I'm like, why am I keeping all these sweaters? But I got rid of a lot of them, but I still have a ton, but they're now all in the back of the closet and I will sweater season. Right. Exactly. So I put all my short sleeve shirts up front. I mean, I have a million, like, you know me, I went through a big phase of like quarter sleeve blousey type shirt. Yeah. 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 I got a million of them. A million of them. I'm like, what? I don't even like, where am I going that I would wear these, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we've talked about this before. I wear V-neck t-shirts and boyfriend jeans. So, oh, by the way, we need to have a big talk about jeans. Because you know how they say, like, skinny jeans are out? Okay. What's in? What's, what's in? I think like a straight leg jean, but I would like to address that. It does not matter if skinny jeans are out, if skinny jeans are what you enjoy. It does not matter if the children are parting their hair in the middle, if that doesn't work for your hair. The idea, it's so funny, and it's only because of social media, that the idea that younger people think older people aren't as hip. Like, of course, mm-hmm. that's that's how it has been for the entire history of the world. Right. It's just so in our face now. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay that your daughter does not think that your style is cool. I'm not suggesting that your particular daughter does it, but it's 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 okay. She I, doesn't. <laughs> I have stopped wearing skinny jeans as often because I I just don't find them comfortable anymore. Me it's neither. Too much fabric touching my skin all over the place. Well, that's what makes me happy is that for a long time that was the only option to purchase mm-hmm, out mm-hmm. there. So I just need to know from like. Like, what What kind of jean am I looking for? Somebody tell me. I need to know. Well, I have purchased several pairs of straight leg jeans that I love and live in now, only for another couple of weeks, because as soon as summer hits, I will not wear jeans because my skin wants to burst into flames with the idea of being encased in jeans when it's hot. Mm-hmm. But I have definitely... I've transitioned away from skinny jeans, not because the youths have told me I need to, but because <laughs> I just don't find them comfortable anymore. And also, they just, like, they just stopped feeling flattering. Mm-hmm. There was a while I was like, oh, these are cuter than a bootcut jean. And now I'm kind of like, no, they're not. <laughs> I've always felt like a penguin in, um, and I don't know why a penguin. It just feels, I like, look like a penguin in skinny jeans, always. I'm, I'm leaning towards wanting more pants. 
Yeah. Well, am I am I a hundred years old now? Have I am I fifty <laughs> almost? Not even a trouser. I just want like a cute cotton pant that may have an elastic waistband. Indeed. I just want to be comfortable. My two favorite pants. Okay, so I know I told you and I haven't done it yet, but I have two favorite pants that are black and they are so comfortable and I wore the hell out of them that they have faded so badly, but I finally bought some Rit dye and I'm going to dye these bad boys black again so I can continue to wear them. (laughs) I mean, life is too short to be uncomfortable, right? Indeed. Gosh. Anyway, let's transition onto rage cleaning. Do you like to rage clean? I don't think I do it in the way you do it, but I can understand why <laughs> it would feel satisfying because you're doing something that now your house is clean and things look good. And I love the way I feel when my house is clean and sparkling. So I could see why that would be satisfying to get your energy out in that way. And then you also have this positive result at the end. Mm-hmm. Well, I can tell you since I've been a teenager, like I, I, when I'm pissed, I always clean. I don't know what the correlation is between it, but I love to rage clean. And two weeks ago, I raged the, cleaned the heck out of this house. It just feels so good. And I just need to know if there's other rage cleaners out there. Do I need to start a rage cleaning Instagram or something? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's so good, though, and it just gets all dirty again. But yeah, I love it. I love it. So listen to this. My daughter used to be like such a huge Lego builder fan. And we had so many Legos, so, so many Legos. But let me tell you guys, when you build the Legos and then you take them apart, keep them all together. Oh, and keep the instruction bag, like Mm -hmm. make sure they're all in one bag. Like we had tons and tons of Legos, like in Ziploc bags. And I was like, yeah, I can't make heads or tails of any of this. Mm -hmm. So I just gave it all away to somebody. I was like, put it on Facebook group. I was like, come and get it. And they're like, Mm -hmm. well, can we just have the elves ones? And I was like, no, you got to take it all. I don't want any of it left behind. Like, don't come to my front porch and pick through the stuff. You know what I mean? Just take it. And then if you don't want it, give it to somebody else. But listen to this. I sold a Lego set for 250 bucks. Can you believe that? Whoa. I think it, it it maybe cost that retail when I purchased it. It was like a creator set. It was it was a pretty big one, but it's retired now. Oh and yeah. Yeah. 250 bucks. I mean, it was I use Macari. It's an app. I love I don't know. It's just easy. So you had to ship a Lego set? Yes. But like I took it all apart. This one was still built when okay. I sold it. So I had to take it all apart, which was quite satisfying to take it apart i don't like building legos but it was fun to take it apart i know i'm weird but anyway i took it apart boxed it all up sent it to the guy 250 bucks right in my pocket is that you are good about selling online i don't or selling period i don't enjoy the process i hate haggling i hate going to the post office (laughs) and my husband feels no motivation towards it either so he is like let's just give it away let's just give everything gets given away I, you know, I give a lot of stuff away too, but there's certain things that I was like, I think there's a couple books to be made on that. And yeah, I'm impressed. You know, my daughter, her clothing, you know, I sell a lot of her clothing. She likes like Brandy Melville and mm-hmm. whatever is, you know, it's hot one week and then not the next week. So she's like ready to get rid of it. I just resell it on Macari. There's a market out there for it. And recoup some of my money that I spend on it. I don't know. I like it. 
I prefer Macari. I do not like to sell in Facebook groups because, again, I don't want to haggle either. And then I don't want these people to come to my house. Mm-hmm. That's the part I really don't like. But I am always impressed when people do it and they do it well. I am just deeply lazy. No, you're not. About things like that. Yeah. I'd rather okay. just get rid of it. And my husband teaches middle school and you would be shocked the number of things he can get rid of at school. He's like, oh, oh my I kids bet. will take this. My students will take this to their siblings or other teachers will take it. A lot of times, like when we're getting rid of our old books... Mm-hmm. Because I'm really good about getting rid of our books <clears throat> once we're done with them because we have limited book storage. So they either go to the library, which does not take donations for the past year and a half, or they go to his school and boom, they're gone. You know what? For books, one time I put in a Facebook group that I had a bunch of books to give away. Tons of teachers mm-hmm. messaged me for them. Actually, I was selling them. And then when they're like, I'm a teacher, I was like, oh, you can just have them. Like, I wasn't going to make a teacher buy a book you know what i mean but then also you know those cute little like little libraries or whatever they're called yes like this? I've yes i need to hunt one down i want i want one for in front of my house i Me just too. think it's so cute but a lady had con why you're hoa geez louise man i wonder if ours is i don't know anyway she had one in front of her house and she's like i'm looking for children's books i was like here you go here you have it so it's kind of nice to know like these books are out there in the community somewhere you know somebody's enjoying them so anyway that's all i gotta say about letting stuff go all right guys we're gonna come right back with megan and wendy approved Feels weird to talk about stuff after talking about getting rid of stuff, but let's talk about some Megan and Wendy approved stuff. Okay. Wendy, what you got? Yeah. Well, I have a consumable. So okay. it is Hemp's lotion. Remember how how much I used to talk about Hemp's lotion? Every time and- I see it in the store, I think of you. Right? Okay. If you guys aren't familiar, it's called Hemp's. It's H-E-M-P-Z. Yes, it has like a huge what I would say a marijuana leaf on the front of it. Yes. I don't think people like are drawn to it because they're like, what's going on with that lotion? But I love, love this moisturizer. It is one of the best lotions out there. Hot tip, always purchase it. Not at Target, not at Walgreens. You want to look for it at your home goods or your Marshalls. Home goods, TJ Maxx, not at home goods, TJ Maxx. Anyway, the particular one today is Hemp's Sugared Banana. Now, I would imagine this was a limited edition. They don't, you're not going to find it at your TJ Maxx. I purchased mine at Ulta. Yes, it smells like bananas. It's not like banana bananas, but like candy bananas, you know, like runts. I was going to say like runts. Okay. I just love it so much. My husband bought me a little like uh, travel one for my stocking. And then when I was recently at Ulta, I saw that had a whole display of it. And I was like, yes. So I bought it all there. But it doesn't look to be available even on their like the Hemp's website anymore. But it is available at Ulta. And if you like banana runts and want to smell like one, get get some of this. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, that lotion smells really good, and it's also quite effective. Like, it's an actually good lotion. Yeah, I know. It just has, like, a terrible name, you know? I I agree. And it's expensive. In Target, it's, like, $20, which is a lot 
when the Nivea 599 lotion's right next to it. Oh, right. And I love a Nivea, too. So Me, too. I'm using a new Nivea that I really like. Oh, fancy. So my item this week is a book, but I'm going to make two upfront comments. First of all, I've never recommended a book that I have not finished yet, and I have not finished this book, and I'm recommending it. Mm -hmm. Second of all, I only recommend this book on audio. I don't think it would come close to having the same experience reading it on the page. You don't even like audiobooks. I like the occasional audiobook, and it Mm -hmm. has to be like the perfect audio experience for me. It has to be a perfect (laughs) storm of qualities that make it a listenable audiobook. This one works for me. And the book is, stay with me, Wendy, Uh, Devolution, a firsthand account of the Rainier Sasquatch Massacre by Max Brooks. Max Brooks also wrote World War Z. I have neither read the book nor seen the movie, so I cannot compare. My understanding is that the books are similar in that they're kind of a look back at these events that have already happened. The idea here is that Mount Rainier explodes and it traps this town of the future, essentially, called Green Loop. It's this, like, highly evolved, high-functioning, eco-friendly, like, it's... The idea is they're going to build these towns like all over the United States. It's a very unique little town and they are now trapped. They cannot get out because the explosion has blocked something. Uh huh. And then the title tells you that there is a Sasquatch massacre. Like they, I assume they're going to come kill all the people. They have not gotten to that point yet. But the way it's told, the reason why I like it, it's told. First of all, it has a full cast. It's not one person reading in multiple voices. So there is a woman's journal, and she's reading her journal entries. And then it's interspersed with interviews with experts. Experts on volcanoes. Experts on primates. The guy who created this town. Obviously, this is all fiction. But it kind of, listening to it, it's like listening to a podcast, right? Well, they'll cut in, and they'll have someone's eyewitness account. Then they'll cut in with, like why this expert has something to say about that. It's so interesting to listen to. Not It's not making me believe in Bigfoot, although it's not <laughs> making me believe in Bigfoot. That's not really the point. It's just really, as a story, it's really well told. The character development is great. And it's just a very fun listen. Now, I'm about 60% of the way through. It could be terrible. It could have no resolution. And I think that would be okay because I just find it an enjoyable book to listen to because of the way it's produced as an audiobook. Even if you think you're not into Sasquatch books, it's kind of... What the hell is a Sasquatch book? Big, Bigfoot. Okay. Are there multiple books on Bigfoot? Well, I don't know. Okay. I read a book about Bigfoot, but I'm not like super like, ooh, into Bigfoot lore. <laughs> I'm confused because where is the Sasquatch in this in this book? Well, he like comes out of the woods that they live in. And then he kills those people that are trapped. I mean, I assume right now some I read one of the reviews on Goodreads and they were like, this was not the best book to read while you're trapped at home with limited resources because Part of the thing is they're cut off from society, so then they have to figure out how to continue to live with the supplies that they have on hand and how to make them last and how to perhaps create more of what they need. And so uh, I thought that was a um, funny comment, but like they're in the, you know, their community backs up to the woods. And then there's all these comments from fake scientists, obviously, but interviews with these scientists that are like explain like how 
Well, they could have existed without us ever having found them. Obviously, it's fake science, but it's <laughs> very interesting to listen to. It is entertaining. This is such a departure from your YA stuff. Right? First mm-hmm. of all, I don't read exclusively YA, but that's why I like it. It's going on the summer reading guide, guys. It's like mm-hmm. the perfect road trip book because it's so entertaining. Okay. Not for me. But it's Look, for somebody. I would like to point out that the other shows Wendy said that she was never going to watch and is now enjoying Superstore and Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist that you scoffed at multiple times when I, I told know. you that I love that show. So look, never say never. That's how I live my life. Like I used to hold on, hold that thought. I made fun of the idea that phones would have cameras. <laughs> Wait, hold on. There's other things too. I hated the idea of eating at Raising Cane's and it's like my favorite chicken place of all time now. I, uh, yeah, I know. Weren't you super opposed to the idea of Hamilton also prior to having heard the music and seeing it live? Yes. Yes. All of that. And now I just listened to that soundtrack again a few days ago. Like, I love it so much. Yes. Yes. I know. I'm a grade A hater from the jump. And then, like, I wear down and then I like these things. So. Is it that you don't like a bandwagon? No, it's just I, I'm just a hater. Okay. It's just who I am. <laughs> it's a reality. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You don't need to be sorry. I think you might like the Sasquatch audio. I'm telling you, it's quite entertaining. I mean, honestly, it's like 50% of the book before they even start like hinting at the idea that there's something out there. It's more about like the people in this town and their relationships and how they handle the adversity. And I think it sounds like a great movie. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Max Brooks, acquired by Legendary. So there is a movie coming. Okay. I'll wait for the movie. It could be like Indiana Jones, you know? That feels like an Indiana Jones type movie. It really doesn't. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Don't forget to come back on Thursday where we are going to be discussing Sweet Carolina, that movie that made me cry so hard. I had to wash my face and redo my makeup after watching it. And whoa. I've got a lot to say about that movie. So come back on Thursdays so we can talk about that. And until then. We love your ratings and your reviews. They mean so much to us. Have a great week, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye.